From three guys who never had a shot, it's the Walk on Water Boys podcast with your hosts, Addison, Austin, and Clint. On this episode, episode 34, wrapping up season one. Let's yeah, not I, go with Austin benefited. Let's go with Austin had the right opinion. Now the orange glasses come off. Welcome to the season finale of the Walk On Water Boys podcast, episode 34, wrapping up season one. The DCPs got you to the end of the season. Austin, how are you feeling? Are you emotional? It's, it's, it's a shame What's we didn't thoughts? do 35 episodes. 34 just seems yeah, weird. I just want to be different. We thought about doing 35. We're like, yeah, let's be different. You know, Walter Payne, uh, 34. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I mean, let's get right into the episode. Obviously, we love talking coaching carousel, so we do have some news uh, from the coaching carousel. Scott Satterfield, uh, Louisville head coach, will be heading up to Cincinnati to replace Luke Fickle. We brought up last week's episode. Luke Fickle, of course, taking over as head coach. Speaking of Luke Fickle, got him a big name for the Wisconsin Badgers offense. Phil Longo from North Carolina. Austin, I know you mentioned him as a potential one of your – I like you would like to see him yeah. come to South Carolina. Well, he is up in Wisconsin. So I imagine uh, the offensive coordinators are going to be lining up to coach Drake May. I, I don't think they're going to have a problem finding a replacement uh, for, for Phil Longo. But of course, that's big news for Wisconsin you, because they're mostly known for their defense. And he gets you don't think they're uh, lining up to coach Spencer Rattler? Uh, that seemed that way. It <laughs> seemed that way. Uh, Dan Mullen took his name out of consideration. Phil Longo is now going. Oh, the old hunchback, uh, yeah. the old hunchback of Gainesville. Um, but staying right there in the Big Ten, uh, Jeff Brom, head coach of Purdue, who made an appearance in the Big Ten Championship this year, is going home. Uh, former quarterback for the Louisville Cardinals. He is now the new head coach for the Louisville Cardinals. I think that's a great hire for them. I think he had pretty much maxed out what he could do at Purdue. Uh, so I think that he's got uh, – I think he's going to have Louisville rolling here in a couple of years. Yeah, there's only so far you can go with Purdue, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, th- it's I one of he, those – I mean, he's looking to a Big Ten championship. Yeah. So I, I don't know You're how not going much it. higher than that. Yeah. Uh, probably the biggest news, obviously, primetime, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, uh, heads up to Boulder and is the new uh, Colorado Buffaloes head coach. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten the opportunity, Austin, but I watched the full 14-minute uh, introduction to the players, to the team uh, video up on YouTube, and I tell you what, I'd play for him. <laughs> he may not yeah. want – you may you he may not want the current players to play for him. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he may not want you to play for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that was – I liked it. I know, I know he's getting a lot of criticism because of how – blunt he was with the current team and, and so here's but, my thing hey in this day and age of college football if you can pick and choose where you want to go during the season after the season don't get mad when a coach comes in here and says i'm gonna put the guys i want on the field yeah you can get it out if you want to 
You're exactly right. Yeah, and he's telling every opportunity to leave. Go, yeah, he's telling now. He's like, listen, I'm going back home. I'm coaching Jackson State. We're going to go win us a championship, and then I'm coming back, and you better be ready. And if you're not going to be ready, you need to go. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's if you haven't gotten a chance to go, I've I strongly advise you to go watch the full 14. I mean, if I didn't know what to expect, but I I came away pretty impressed. It's Uh, funny the the athletic director's his his quote was we didn't. Talking about the money to pay Dion, we don't have it now, but I'm not worried about it. We'll get it. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that the boosters are lining up to say we'll pay. <laughs> and then the the, well, you got uh, then the um, the enrollment or the the prospect list mm-hmm. or prospects who have contacted the school. I saw a stat like went up some oh, yeah. astronomical percentage. Well, I know the uh, not get too far away from the players here, the coaching carous- uh, the coaches with the coaching carousel. But I know uh, Jaheen Bell, uh, Gamecocks, talented tight end. Uh, that's where they're thinking maybe he he might end up is is with Colorado. So that'll be interesting to see there. Uh, the final one, I know Addis is not here, but I know it hurt him, <laughs> and it probably hurt all the Coastal Carolina fans. Jamie Chadwell has left the dirty Myrtle and he is headed up to Liberty uh, to become their new head coach. We don't really understand it. It's got to be, I mean, really to me, it comes down to money. Yeah. It comes down to money. It's money. money. His replacement, uh, Addison seemed pretty excited about it. I'm not sure why. I think he may have the teal colored glasses on, Um, but Tim Beck, NC state offensive coordinator uh, is now the head coach. Uh, for the shot of clears. So, uh, I think right. Liberty, you might have a small edge in recruiting over coastal, but I mean, we talked about it. that's a sidestep. That's a lateral move for a head coach. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know they're independent, so they, that gives them a little bit more freedom there. Yeah. Um, Virginia is more consistently a better recruiting pool yep. than the state of South Carolina. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, overall, it's a, it's a lateral move. But he was getting paid less than a million dollars here. Yeah, yeah, at, exactly. or say here at, at, in Conway, and yeah. then you know, so yeah, I think it's it's a. I mean, he did what's right for him, you know, money wise. Mm-hmm. It seems that's the thing. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you, as a coastal fan, you're more upset with the university for not yeah. shelling for out not some investing. Money. Yeah, because I read the uh, I read the statement from the athletic director stating basically we saw this coming we were preparing for two years. Well, if you're preparing to find a coach for two years, maybe you should have prepared to find the money yeah. to keep the coach that you had for two Absolutely. years <laughs> instead of looking for the replacement. Uh, so that's the coaching carousel. Uh, we're going to stay right there in college football. Um, obviously with the college football playoffs, uh, we now know the four teams. Uh, that is number one, Georgia, number two, Michigan, number three, TCU, number four, Ohio State. So if you've been following along with us all season, um, we had our college football team draft. Uh, Addison's final teams were Tennessee, USC, and Oregon. Uh, USC, of course, lost in the Pac-12 Ouch. championship, so he has no teams uh, making it to the college football playoffs. I had Michigan, TCU, and Clemson. New Clemson wasn't going to make it. Uh, TCU, whew, they, they, it was up in the air there. Uh, they, they lost the Big 12 championship, uh, but undefeated regular season, lost to a team they'd already beaten, a top-10 Kansas State, 
and top 10 Kansas State, and then it wasn't overtime. So TCU uh, gets the benefit of staying right there at number three. So I get two teams in with Michigan and TCU. And then Austin also gets two teams in with number one, Georgia, and then he benefits from the USC loss, brings Ohio State right there into that number four spot. So Austin and I end up uh, with two teams apiece. Now, Austin, go ahead and say what you want to say. Well, I think we both agree that Ohio State is a better team than USC. Yeah. So let's yeah, not I, go with Austin benefited. Let's go with Austin had the right pick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's – USC should have, if they didn't already, they should have known that uh, they needed to win that game to get in now, and never get jumped. Now let's go to the main point in who's number one. Who's ranked number one? Georgia or Michigan? Are you saying there's debate? Uh, no, I'm asking you, who's ranked number one? I I think it's right. I think they got the rankings right. Uh, I think it should be Georgia number one. And who had Georgia picked? Uh, you did. Okay. Then. And then uh, and then you've got Michigan. So I win. No. It's how many teams you get into the playoffs. You keep trying to find a way to, to get a victory. So here. what happens when Georgia wins again? The whole championship. Do I win again? We're done. Like the playoff year? rankings. This oh, it's over rankings. now. Huh? Yeah, it's the play- yeah, oh, it's over. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, just, okay. Once the playoffs are set. Yeah, you, uh, so you anyway, cut so, these things off. <laughs> so so, uh, so that is the in it, the NFL, the college football team. I was thinking of when you – I was thinking of Ty, and, of course, the Washington Commanders ended a tie this past mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah, I saw guys. that. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, so we tie there in the college football team draft. That is your college football playoff rankings running through the conference championship game results from last weekend. Uh, Troy got the win over Coastal Carolina to get the Sun Belt championship. Uh, Georgia got the win over LSU for the SEC championship. Michigan Big Ten champs over Purdue. USC falls to Utah for the second time this year. Never gave up on my Utes, Austin. Utah, they didn't get there how I thought they would, but they still got the the Pac-12 championship. And then Clemson, with the dominant performance over North Carolina, uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels, 39-10, to 10, the final on that one. Uh, Austin, I told you going into the game, not sure what to expect. Uh, DJ first play of the game, skips the ball about five yards short of the wide receiver. <laughs> and I was like, oh, boy. And then they didn't even hand it to Shipley. After all the criticism of not giving Shipley the ball in the second half the previous week, they don't even give them the ball on the first possession. Um, but anyways, Tigers look good. Um, I, I'm sure you probably want me to give my thoughts on the whole quarterback situation, but I want to turn it over to you quickly um, just to get your thoughts on the conference championships and then and the Clemson win. Uh, so I watched the TCU game. If – the entire – the end of that game was absolutely ridiculous, the fourth quarter, yes. the end of the fourth quarter. All you did was have TCU's quarterback draw back, scramble, run, draw back, draw. It was ridiculous. Yeah, We're sitting at the restaurant. I was with my family. We're sitting there watching the game, and I'm just like, let's spy him. Let's put one guy. Let's get a linebacker. Okay, if that's not working, put two spies on him because <laughs> that's all they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Both the last drives, which I think – accounted for 60 plus yards maybe more than that Mm -hmm. it's just him running the ball Mm -hmm. it was absolutely ridiculous now do you think so it seems like the favorite for the Heisman is Caleb Williams right now um 
he played on one leg basically in that Pac-12 championship yeah. game, which allowed Utah to get back in and get the win. So is is it just fresh on the minds? Yeah, but do you think if Max Duggan leads T- TCU to that overtime win, do you think he's the Heisman winner? I would hate if that's true because that is you just being – Hey, this last game. Oh my yeah. God. I can't yeah. think of anything less yeah. than this. I mean, because I really, I mean, honestly, this has to be the worst group of really finalists we've ever It really had. is. It's, I mean, it is not. People's making a big deal about Stetson Bennett making it in over Hendon Hooker. I agree. But I mean, it's not like Hendon Hooker had these, you know, out of the world stats. I mean, he had all, really good stats. All I know is the Carolina game guys shut him down. You literally shut him down. You shut him down for the rest of the season. That's the only stat I'm (laughs) For the rest of his college football career, you shut him down. Oh, man. Uh, So that's your conference championship. So now I do want to talk. So I'll let you uh, fully have the Clemson and the quarterback. Clemson, 39-10. Non-controversy that there is. Yeah, so Cade Klovnik now the starter. The news has come out. DJ Uwe Ungalale has entered the transfer portal. Uh, no destination as of right now. Some uh, so conflicting the, reports. So the Cade Klubnik era has begun at Clemson. Obviously, I'm not going to get into the whole debate of if he would have played last week, they would have won. I'm not getting into that. I'm not getting into what it, it is, what it is. You know, that great saying that everybody loves so much. Um, so Cade Klubnik looked great. That's the best he's looked all season. He has played in spots throughout the season and and has not looked good. He now he did look good against Georgia Tech, uh, but all the other moments he came in during the season, he did not look good. Syracuse, he did come in. They won that game, but they won it by running the football. I think his I think he was like two and nine in that game or something like that. I mean, they won because they ran Shipley and Maffa. That's how they beat Syracuse. So no one really knew what to expect. There's always those fans, oh, he should have been playing all year, and I knew he was this great, and blah, 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 you know. No, you didn't. There's no way you would have known because you don't attend the practices, and he hasn't, he hasn't looked good when he's played. But it is exciting. I mean, the offense was up and down the field, gives you great confidence going into the bowl game, heading into next season. Offense looks the best it's looked in two years. That's great. Now the orange glasses come off. Less, uh, you and I talk about it. We're we're realistic fans. We know some people that have a hard time taking the glasses off and being a realistic. Couple. Yeah, a couple. So, yeah. So let's calm down, guys. It was one game. Mac Brown said in the post game, "We made no preparations for Kate Clubnick to play. We were not prepared. We because they hadn't uh, benched DJ pretty much all year. That's who we prepared for." And it looked like that's who they prepared for because he accomplished nothing, no first downs in his first two drives. And North Carolina is the worst defense in the ACC. They're the 122nd ranked past pass defense in the country. And they were down two starters in the secondary. So, I mean, Clemson had the first 100-yard wide receiver they've had the entire year, and it was Cole Turner who – they've basically been just saving for the last four games so they wouldn't have to burn a red shirt on them. Um, but he went over 100 yards. I mean, it looked great. Compliments for executing, but let's pump the brakes a little bit. Let's see. To me, I'm more interested. Tennessee doesn't have a good defense either, 
they're back in the hundreds, but at least it'll be a defense that'll have time to prepare for Cade Klubnick. So to me, I'm more interested in seeing that than getting all excited about uh, the performance. Glad for the win, another Clemson championship, ACC championship for the Tigers. Um, but Cade, yeah, Klubnick, we, hey, we Carolina's got those, and we ain't even in the conference. So yeah, yeah, you got one of those. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, excited. I mean, obviously, he gives you hope for next season. Uh, but he's what? He's a sophomore. No, he's a he's a freshman. He's a true freshman. True freshman. Okay. True freshman. Yeah. So it gives you excitement for next year. Um, I think there's still issues on the offensive staff schematically and with certain position coaches. Um, but yeah, definitely interested to see how a fully prepared defense uh, looks against Kate Klubnick in the Orange Bowl. So getting to the Orange Bowl and our bowl game matchups, the Tigers will be taking on the number six Tennessee Volunteers. Will be interesting. DJ's gone. Kate Klubnick now the starter. Tennessee, no Hendon Hooker, and their offensive coordinator is now the head coach at South Florida. So interesting matchup there with the Orange Bowl. Uh, Coastal Carolina. Didn't wait, 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 wait. Who's playing in the Orange Bowl? So what I nicknamed immediately after it came out, the Gamecocks <laughs> loser fault uh, is what this one's there all about. You go. Yeah, yeah. Although I, I don't like that name. It, it should, it, we should work on a better name than the Gamecocks loser bowl. Yeah. Cause it sounds like you're calling the Gamecocks losers. Uh, I know it, you're not. It's a little, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, we, we, have, we have to work on it. Yeah. If you can come up with something better, that's, that's what we can do. But uh, the intern of course made a joke, chimed in. So yeah, I think Shane Beamer is going to come down there for the coin toss uh, before the game. But uh, so anyways, Clemson, Tennessee, orange bowl. That is uh December 30th, 8 PM on ESPN. Uh, you've got coastal Carolina taking on East Carolina. In the uh, Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl, that's on December 27th. That's a fun game. Yeah, December 27th, 3.15. Obviously, North Carolina, South Carolina rivalry there. Uh, ESPN, 3.15 on December 27th. Uh, interesting matchup there for the Gamecocks. Austin, how are you going to handle this one? Are, are you going to you know, have a shirt with, uh, that's green but with the Gamecock logo on it? How are you, you going to handle your Irish taking on the Gamecocks? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put something together for the uh, – the Cox versus Catholics game. Yeah, yeah. Looking, looking forward to what, it. What's the line on that one? Uh, Clemson's two and a half on on uh, Tennessee. I don't know what what the South Carolina. I mean, honestly, South Carolina should take care of business in that one. I mean, Notre Dame's going to be on their third string quarterback. Their best offensive weapon is gone. He's announced today that he's transferring out. So I, 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 I think South Carolina should be able to win that matchup. I'll look it up right now and let you know. Okay, well, so we'll get back to the line on the uh, – what that's the Gator Bowl, the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl down there in Jacksonville. That's at 3.30 on ESPN. Uh, a very interesting matchup is the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Uh, that's on December 17th, Cincinnati versus Louisville. Why is that interesting? We brought it up earlier. Uh, Luke Fickle left Cincinnati to become the head coach of Wisconsin. Scott Satterfield has left Louisville to become uh, the head coach at Cincinnati. So, so the team that he's leaving to go to become the head coach, they're facing off in the bowl game. Uh, some other interesting matchups. Uh, the, uh, dis- the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, Florida and Oregon State. I think that's an interesting matchup also on December 17th. Uh, you've got Oregon taking on the North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, that's on December 28th at 530. Uh, FSU taking on the Oklahoma Sooners. I, I was thinking FSU – 
uh, we might get a little bit better opponent than that one, but uh, I think Florida State takes care of business in the Cheez-It Bowl. Uh, that's on December 29th, 5.30 ESPN. Uh, so I know Penn State is taking on Utah in the Rose Bowl. Uh, Kansas State taking on Alabama in the, uh, in the Sugar Bowl. Um, so what, what I know, obviously the Gamecocks, Notre Dame, Clemson, um, uh, Clemson, Tennessee, those are both Clemson, Tennessee to me is a very interesting, interesting matchup. Uh, but what, what is, what are some bowl games standing out to you? So just go back in the Lou Holtz bowl. There you go. Lou Holtz bowl. What is he going to do? He may just, I don't know. Yeah, I know his head may just just blow up. Yeah. But you know, him Uh, and Mark may have a show on YouTube. Really? I came across that like three weeks ago. I was like, really? They added like they hated each other so much when they yeah. were doing the show. <laughs> and they yeah. have a show on YouTube. I thought that was interesting. They're, I'm sure they're best friends. Yeah. They, yeah. Um, the Lou Holtz Bowl, Notre Dame is favored by three and a half. Oof. I wonder if that'll drop now that Michael Mayer's decided to to leave. And I don't know. That was two days ago. So, yeah, I'm, that'll probably come down now. Um, I, I just don't think. I mean, they're 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 going to be on a third string quarterback, and their best yeah, offensive no, weapon is gone. So, and uh, defensively, there's not much, not much for Notre Dame. Okay, so obviously, um, uh, as far as bowl games, Fenway Bowl, that's always fun just because of where it is. I'm a big yeah. Red Sox fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Utah out in the Rose Bowl, that will be one of the better games, and obviously, it's the Rose Bowl. Yeah, Penn State just kind of backed their way into that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, going through the list. Slowly going through the list. Yeah, so you're slowly going through the list. Um, make sure I see everything clearly uh, here. So right now you're thinking Gamecocks. Right now I would probably – Clemson two and a half sounds about right. Uh, I don't I, see Carolina winning, no. Really? I I – I don't know. Maybe it's the inner Gamecock in me that typically becomes disappointed at some mm-hmm. point in our our ascent, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just see a loss coming. Yeah. Just well, based who, on how have they announced who – I know Shane Beamer said that he may even call plays if he feels like that's best uh, for the offense. Obviously, that does add a little bit of a question there. They don't have an offensive coordinator, right? They don't even have an yeah. offensive coordinator for next year at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I haven't uh, yeah, seen anything see. other than that, right? I haven't seen anything yeah. as far as who then, the, the officially the, will be. But The star wide receiver got injured in the Clemson game. You've got you Jaheim Bell out. You got Jaheim Bell um, out. So, yes, yeah, so South Carolina's without some – got Stogner out. Yeah, Stogner. Their two tight ends are, are, are gone. Yeah, uh, so I don't know. I just – and maybe it's me also being a Notre Dame fan and it's kind of pulling on both. I see Notre Dame winning this one. If North If North Carolina <laughs> – if Notre Dame commits to the same game plan they had against Clemson, they could put up 250 yards rushing on well, South Carolina. Yeah, defense. I'm worried about that offensive line. Yeah, I mean they they could put up 250 rushing if they commit to it, which yeah, they probably will because they're with a third string third string quarterback. Exactly. So I imagine you see what you ball. see what the offensive line did to Clemson's defensive line. Yeah, and now interchange Clemson's defensive line with Carolina's defensive yeah, yeah, line. Yeah, that, you know what I mean. They I should mean, be able to do it. They should be able to uh, that doesn't look too good. No, yeah, that that does not look good. Uh, so Clemson, on the other hand, I don't think should they should not have trouble with Tennessee. 
Well, I, I think I don't know what to expect out of their offense, to be honest with you. They played one game without Hendon Hooker, and it was Vanderbilt, and they beat them 50 something to nothing or something like that. So, I mean, I don't really know what to. It's good that Clemson has a game to watch with them, with uh, their, their backup quarterback. Uh, but with Cade Klubnick, I think the offense will be able to do enough to move the ball against a very, very bad defense. I would probably say the offenses right now are a toss-up on either side. So Clemson will have the best unit in the game, and that and that's on the defensive side of the ball. All right, so let's get I, over. I, before we move on, I was looking, you know, at the list. This is the first time I've I've seen I've seen different announcements. This is the first time I've actually sat down and looked at the entire list. I don't see a lot of interesting games there's not, this, this yeah, there's year. Not. I mean, I look. There's what thirty eight bowl games or something like that. Crazy, something like that. that. I I mean, Kentucky. I mean, Kansas State and Alabama. I'd love to see blowout. Just would, kill Alabama, right? I would, but that'll be a blowout. That one's not going to be close. Um, there's just not the matchups. The Rose Bowl, yes, and then obviously the playoffs. And Clemson and Tennessee, that's a good matchup. Notre Dame, Carolina. I think those are good matchups regardless of the fact that we're fans. Yeah. But, Agreed. man, there's Agreed. really not that much out there that, that I'm like, yeah. I got to watch that game. I have, yeah. you know, it's just not there. Yeah, I think Ohio State uh, and Michigan making it to the – playoffs kind of hurt the the rose bowl i mean i like utah and but i don't think penn state i mean they haven't done anything all year except what's penn state highlights this year two losses they lost to ohio state michigan you, you don't have any wins to really talk about uh so yeah i i, I agree with you I, the bigger bowl games besides the clemson uh tennessee i, I I don't really see anything except the playoff matchups. Except the playoffs. That's it. Yeah, except the playoff matchups. So, speaking of playoffs, we're going to get over to the Michigan uh, TCU matchup. Also, and, and I'm sure Addison's excited about whatever bowls in Hawaii. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever bowls in Hawaii. That's right. So we're going to give it our just our playoff predictions here. We've got Michigan taking on TCU, Georgia taking on Ohio State. Austin, who do you have winning those matchups, and who do you have being crowned the national champion? Hands down, Georgia versus Michigan in the final. From there, I, I all season up until the Ohio State game, I would have said Georgia. Mm-hmm. And then after seeing Michigan play Ohio State, I just and curb stomp them. I mean, for the same like, road too. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I'm still going with. I think I still go with Georgia, but it's a lot closer than I expected it to be. Yeah, I, th- I think it's more of a game. I completely agree with you. I, I, I mean, Michigan-Georgia, I think that's your matchup. The difference is turnovers. Georgia gets yeah. more turnovers in the game, and they win it. Yeah, yeah. Georgia-Michigan, I think, is definitely your national championship. Uh, I, th- I think it's a good ball game. Um, I think these teams are very similar. Uh, Georgia probably has the more talent, um, but I'm going to go with Michigan. Michigan I, I, finishes I, games. Yeah, Michigan I, yeah. finishes I, games. I, I, they I just, come out in the second half and absolutely dominate. I, I just think there's something about this Michigan team this year that every time people doubt them, they just come out and just blow somebody out. Well, I doubt them at the beginning of the year. I yeah. again, I'm a 
I'm a hardball questioner, and I have yeah. been for a long oh, time. Too. Like, when is he too. actually going to do something? And it seems like this is the year, right? Yeah. It, it definitely, it definitely, it definitely is. And, and yeah. before this, you, Brian Kelly, J- John Oliver, those are two people who I'm like, hey, they'll get you close, and that's it. Yeah. 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 I, I, there's just something. I mean, that's, and it may be just because I don't want to see Georgia win another championship, especially back to back. Um, and I like Michigan, you know, you know, I've always been a Michigan fan, so I'm going to go with the Wolverines here. I think they get a win probably in the high twenties, lower thirties, somewhere in there, close ball game back and forth. And I agree with you. I think a turnover decides the game. And I think it's Michigan getting the big turnover, um, to, to take the national championship, uh, for 2022 college season. Yeah. I think 30, I'd say 30, 32, 24, Georgia. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. All right, so that is a wrap on college football. We're done. We are done with college football for the uh, first season of Walk on Water Boys. Um, That takes us over to NFL. We still have our Eliminator going on. Uh, Before we get to the Eliminator, have you seen – Anything as boring as in-season hard knocks with the Arizona Cardinals. News. And it may be, you know what? It may be because we were hyped for it because all the drama yeah. surrounding going into it. But Well, I, I thought about it, and I said, is it that these people are just god-awful boring? Or is it the fact that we're so hyped for hard knocks every year? Yep. Why? Because it's the beginning of the season. Yep. And right now... When it came out, you're dead in the middle of football. You got every, every nearly every day there's a football game yeah, on. Wednesday night's your break from football. Yeah. Not it's only is there a game on, like your team is in full swing. And maybe that's it, right? It, you're not you're not starved of NFL. You're not starved of football like you are uh, at the at preseason. But, dude, it sucks. Mm, yeah, I had to – I've fallen asleep. Two times, two episodes. Uh, I've fallen asleep. Wow. Ugh. Well, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. This, this, this end season hasn't been what I was hoping. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I still watch it. But yeah, definitely not, definitely not what I was hoping. Us uh, before we get into Eliminator, um, I do want to mention Hot Spurs eliminated from the fantasy football playoffs in our league. Uh, Shea Birds are barely hanging on they still got a shot right now they're projected to be the sixth team in the playoffs uh but it's not looking good it's not looking good uh for the you know we were plagued with injuries all year if lamar jackson getting hurt that's pretty much just ended your you know me i'm not one to to do a lot of trades unless you know it's it's really something i like to go in with what i got Trust and, your team. Uh, so your dad yeah. Sweeney, you really stick to your, you're really loyal. It, it is what it is. <laughs> it was, uh, do, do we have the final placing that I'm in? Uh, I think right now you're like ninth, eighth or ninth out somewhere of, there, but you're pretty much yeah, out of, so, you're out of the playoffs. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, oh, well. it was a, it's always it was next a, year. It, yeah. There's always next year. There's always next year. If you don't, if you pay your dues for this year. I, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so just to the bear, I know you're listening. I already paid Clint. I paid Clint fifty dollars. I don't know what he, he told me it's fifty. So if he hadn't given you any money, you talk to Clint. <laughs> uh, all right, so eliminator. 
uh, this will this or maybe our, just use Venmo like half the world and we can easily yeah. have this done. So last, this is our last week of the podcast, but this will continue on throughout the season over there on the Walk on Water Boys Twitter. So if you like following along with our NFL Eliminator picks, if you take suggestions, I don't know why, unless you're taking from me and Austin, definitely don't take it from Asson. Um, so that will continue on over there on Twitter. But last week, last episode, we can give you our picks here. Addison got the win. All three of us got a win. 3-0 last week. Addison finally gets above 500. He's at 7-6 and six on the year, 7 points. He's rolling with the Titans this week, the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I currently, after the win last week, I'm at 9-4, and four, 9 points. I'm going with the Seahawks taking on the Panthers at home. I think that should be an easy win for the Seahawks. And then, Olsen, you got the win last week, sitting at 10-3 and three on the season, 10 points, so still – that one-point lead, uh, who are you rolling with this week? I don't think I've picked the Patriots yet, have I? You have not picked the Patriots. Patriots yes, are still so, available. So I, got, I got Patriots against the uh, snooze, snooze fest of the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Patriots against the Cardinals. All Monday right. Night Football. All right, so now, Austin, it's your time to shine. Uh the World Cup, where do we stand at the moment? I know Portugal got a dominant win over Switzerland, 6-1, to one, so they'll advance. Uh, I did see that the big news – I'm taking your thunder here. Uh, the big <laughs> news was that – who was it that lost out? Spain. Spain got upset. I don't even remember who they lost to, but I did see that on the breaking news thing with ESPN. That's, I believe it was Spain uh, that got upset. Uh, Brazil. I believe they got the uh, they got the win. If I, if I remember correctly, I'm not sure who else is. I think South Korea lost per, to Brazil. Um, so the United States lost out last round, Clint. So yeah. as of the rest of America, I could care less. Yeah. No. Uh, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, give you an update here. In the round of 16, France beats Poland. England beats Senegal. Japan loses to Croatia. They're tied one to one. Go to penalty kicks. Loses to Croatia three to one. Brazil four to one over South Korea. Morocco beats Spain three to nil. Morocco, that kicks. was okay, yeah. Uh, but they went to they went to penalty kicks as well. Uh, and then Portugal dominates Switzerland six to one. Yeah. So uh, quarterfinals, you got Croatia versus Brazil. Should be a Brazil win. The Netherlands versus Argentina. That one's up for debate. Uh, Argentina has not had the, have the best performance so far in the World Cup. Uh, Morocco versus Portugal. And then England versus France, which is I'm know, historically my, I'm, fun. I'm liking my Portugal pick, man. I was yeah, just saying loyal. Argentina? You picked Argentina yeah. and Addison, yeah, I believe. Not looking picked, so hot. I think Addison uh, picked Brazil. I, you know, I, I'm excited to see the England versus France matchup. Mm-hmm. Um and then the Argentina versus Netherlands. That, that should be a good game. But again, the USA's out, so who cares? And uh, breaking news here on the Walk Home Water Boys podcast. You know, most of the transfer announcements, uh, portal transfer announcements are pretty pretty bland, pretty much the same. Hey, just, just, just so everyone knows, I'll cut you in, cut in here. Yeah, go ahead. This is Wednesday night, December 7th at 9.15 p.m. So this is breaking news this at this moment. Everything's pretty bland, pretty much the same. Thank you to the city, the team, the you know, 
uh, Dylan Johnson of the Mississippi State Bulldogs put out the same thing. And then at the end of it, he says, with that being said, since I'm not very tough and Leach is glad I'm leaving, I will be entering my name into the transfer portal with the hopes of finding me more a more fit playing environment for me. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's fine. So, uh, taking the high road yeah, there, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Dylan, uh, Dylan Johnson out of Mississippi State, yeah, who will, who probably will not, probably have a hard Colorado? time finding a new home. Huh? Taking a shot at the Colorado. Yeah, I don't think taking. A, you don't might, think Dion like that? No, he won't. Nope. <laughs> taking a shot at the coach. I don't think that's going to fly. Oh man. All that's right. tough, dude. That's tough to, to yeah. put out there. They'd be like, hey, new coach, you'll like me. I'm a team player. Yeah, Mike Leach was probably like, who? <laughs> Mike Leach. I love Mike Leach. Yeah, Mike Leach is great. He went, he went, I think you I'm sure you saw the video of him, the uh the chairs set up for the different yeah. positions yeah, on the sidelines. The wide he goes to the wide receivers, yeah. Throws all the wide receivers yeah, chairs down. Hilarious. They don't need to sit. Uh, that's, well, that's like the 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 analyst on the sideline interviewed him at halftime was asking what he's his thoughts on the, the, the calls yeah. were during the game. And he's like, well, I think you should tell me what your thoughts are. What, yeah. what, are, what are your thoughts? On <laughs> Mike uh, Leach is the best. Yeah, he's great. Uh, so, uh, so that's our, our breaking news here on the podcast. And then the world cup, obviously the world cup uh, wrap up there. Uh, so I guess getting into the elite eight as, as I would call it with uh, college basketball, I don't know what they call it for their final eight. They just call it, Quarterfinals. They just call it boring. All right. Boring. Can't even come up with a nickname. Quarter, but they don't they, they have what's the last round? It's like the knockout round, right? Don't they have a nickname for that? Then the last championship. The, no, no, no. The the previous. The 16, oh they call the, that the knockout round, right? No, that's the group of sixteen. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It happens, it happens we're, every we're way over our soccer level. We need to move every, on. It happens every four years. Give me a break. <laughs> oh, this is who I, I count on you for all this. Because I, I don't know. I'll immediately stop caring when Portugal gets eliminated. And yeah. that's very little that I care now. Um, all right. So that brings us to the last thing we want to talk about um, before we say our goodbyes uh, for uh, season one, signing off until season two. So uh, obviously we've talked about the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association going to have uh, something going on over there on the YouTube channel with Call of Duty. So uh, Pega wanted us to announce that next week over on the Pega YouTube channel will be the start of the Modern Warfare 2 Pega uh, regular free-for-all, I guess if you want to know the game mode uh, season will be starting off. There'll be eight members uh, that will compete in a regular season, which will carry on over to a uh, tournament there at the end. Uh, there'll also be a 2v2 regular season in tournament and then also a 4v4 regular season in a tournament that will play out over the next few months uh maybe more uh, depending on scheduling so be sure to uh, follow the walk on water boys over on twitter because that will be where we can get you some schedules tweeted out there for the matchups uh and then uh, the the uh over there make sure you subscribe to the palmetto amateur gaming association youtube youtube channel so you can follow along uh with the the uh, call the of Duty, youtube the youtube uh the uh call of duty pega uh regular season 
so big news there um and uh i think that's pretty much it we got there Austin. that's a wrap on season one I ended a lot differently than than the way we began we're down to just two uh the hopes are when we come back in wait well, i think uh think late february somewhere in 2023 yeah 2023 somewhere february, late february march uh we'll be back the hope is uh we're gonna have some <clears throat> we're gonna have some special guests uh they're leading up to the college football season uh to discuss not just football different from different walks of life right you know some 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 entertaining interviews uh in the works there uh that you should be here in late february march when we come back in 2023 yeah it's been fun uh it's been a fun season an eventful season it's been nice getting to know you clint yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh yeah. also knowing the character of some of our other hosts that yeah. shall be uh, uh, uh nice to uh you know we we got to know the uh the um, the what's the what's the word clint we got to know the uh who are you talking about that might help me out a little bit i'm talking about one of our co-hosts who shall remain nameless uh, uh you know we got to what's see the his... opposite of a dcp yeah they... <laughs> garbage yeah garbage. no no but we won't call his name just for yeah yeah nice. i mean the, the plan is obviously uh he has some things going on that prevented him from uh all of a sudden uh being on the podcast so the hope is next season uh he'll return um hopefully rehab takes a long time the hopefully the rehab intern, takes a long time so as soon yeah. as he gets out gets clear yeah clear clean bill of health and uh you know we can get it back on the show right yeah yeah the um the intern obviously will will return at some spots, uh, probably not behind the mic, um, but but will return in some capacity. Uh, so so still trying to work out some details. We'll get all that stuff straightened out. Big, before big things two. coming for season two. Season two, coming. yeah. But we got a lot of big plans for season two. Uh, but for all of our loyal listeners, thank you. We appreciate it. We hope that especially uh, especially you out there in Kansas. Yeah, out there in Kansas. Yeah, I mean, I that's what I should have done, man. I failed. I should have marked down have. all the different areas uh, that we've got listeners. I know we got listeners in Australia. Yeah, we got listeners in France. Uh, we're international. We're in, we're international guys. We got listeners in Oregon, Nebraska. No, that's not international, but that's back here in the states. <laughs> well, but, it depends uh, on where you live. Yeah, yeah if you live in France, live. Oregon true. is international. That's true. Uh, so, I mean, we got. Uh, we grew over the season, so that's always good. So hopefully spread the word so listeners can uh, additional listeners can pick up with us uh, when we come back in season two. Uh, but, yeah, big things. Make sure you keep following us on Twitter. Uh, and we mentioned the uh, Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association YouTube channel. Yeah, big big things coming. And, and from the partnership with Pega, there's, there's big things growing out of that as well. So it'll be cool to incorporate that more into Walk on Waterboys and and – intertwine those fan bases and see how it'll how it'll grow yep 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 and uh so uh austin uh, this has been a pleasure and uh i guess i'll uh see you at some point on the the pega i was about to say I'll, I'll see you in 2023 <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll see you next year yeah see you next year 2023 don't text me again <laughs> uh all right austin any final thoughts any final thoughts uh no 
no we'll yep. we we uh just stay tuned we got some cool things coming up in season yeah i think yeah we're really excited about uh season two i think we've got a lot of great plans a lot of great ideas uh for the walk on water boys podcast so for the final some, time some, and some merch coming we got a lot of things coming. yeah That's yeah fun. so yeah yeah so for the uh for the final time in season one of the walk on water boys podcast uh for austin i'm clint and we will see you in 2023 like you're about to tear up there. Let's get a little motion. <laughs> <laughs>